0: Hi, everyone. I'm David Blundauer, and welcome to this bonus episode of Conversation with a Manager, Stories from the Frontline. This podcast is dedicated to the proposition that managers, particularly frontline managers, are key to an organization's success. This podcast is also in search of the best advice and counsel from experienced managers for anyone who's new to the role of being a manager. Here's your host, Steve King.
1: For this, our final episode, we want to return to my interview with Ivy Mantua, and bring out another topic we discussed during that hour together. We first met Ivy in episode eight in our first podcast season. If you did not get a chance to hear that episode about how managers can effectively develop team members, I hope you get a chance to do so. It's a wonderful episode packed with great insights. The topic of this bonus episode speaks to the challenge of managing multiple teams, This challenge of managing multiple teams showed up in a few of our interviews in season one, but Ivy addresses this issue through a somewhat unique lens. Since Ivy works in the professional services industry, her teams, those client-facing teams, can change from one client engagement to another. In other words, team members can kind of swap in and swap out as client engagements change. If any of you not in the professional services business manage more than one team, and have a good deal of turnover on those teams, then I suspect you can relate to Ivy's situation. In this bonus segment, Ivy speaks to three challenges. First, how to adjust to the fact that each team is likely to have very different personalities and will likely need to be motivated differently. Second, the value of sometimes bringing different teams together, even though they work on separate client engagements. And thirdly, how to leverage team leaders to carry some of the managerial load. And so enjoy this additional time with Ivy. So I would imagine if you're responsible for, let's say, three engagement teams that probably on any given moment of managing all three, they have to be quite different. I mean, my guess is you're probably dealing with very different personalities, different issues for your clients and so on. So you're kind of juggling having to manage three different ways. Would that be accurate?
2: Yes, that's, that's definitely an, accurately, uh, an accurate statement. Um, there's definitely a lot of um, psychology and trying to understand how each um, you know operates like what their mindsets are um, their motivation to work on the project and also understanding what they really want to get out of the project too like what's the incentive and making them understand um, how how they can be more effective um, and efficient to be able to you know just help them achieve their goals like after all of the projects that they've been working with me. So that it's, it's an interesting dynamic that way. There's a lot of personalities that I need to just really meet and understand.
1: So how many engagement teams are you dealing with currently right now?
2: So currently right now um, I have on average, I have four recurring. Um, I'm sometimes pulled into special projects. I'd say maybe one or two of them. But and I think that's enough, like for a five, five day work week, if you get to, you know, focus or give attention to an account or a project on an average of a day, I think that's generous. But if you just kind of like take some more, it feels like you're spread too thin. You won't be able to really deliver or give your best because you probably are so tired. having to deal with a lot of client problems so
1: how how directive do you have to be with teams typically or given the fact you're you're juggling a number of teams are they pretty autonomous how do you manage your need to be with them with the fact that you have to be spread across so many of them
2: so i i think what helps and i think this is just a habit that i also developed over time um i dedicate and I am a very big calendar person. So at the start of the week, I always take a look at my um, weekly calendar. So how does my you know, week look like? Where, when do I have meetings? So based on that, I will dedicate intentionally a day for each project where I could be focusing on this more But if there is some sort of like a fire drill for another account, I also make sure that I have a, I actually have a manager. Now I'm actually working with a manager Who I trust that, you know, can also run the show. Like if there is a need to kind of like, hey, we need a stopper here. Can you cover for me? So I think over time, that is something that I have somehow developed, like my own staffing pipeline. And I think it's helped that, you know, I've been working with a good number of people and be able to establish relationships with them. So in that way, um, when push comes to show, there are people who can back you up. So, so the, the
1: ma- so the manager you just mentioned, the one that kind of steps in if you're not there, is this a person who could step into any one of the teams, or is this a person a different one for each team?
2: Um I would say I have two trusted um okay. managers um who, who I'm working with. So and and they would know, I mean, myself, I also try to make sure that um I am on top and in tune of the progress that the project is making. And you know the manager who's supporting me on those projects should also ideally know. So we always have our weekly toolbox just to keep everybody um you know on the same um page. So that's that.
1: Yeah, do you ever bring all of your teams let's say you have four or five at any given time? Do you ever bring them all together at the same time? Would there ever be a need for that or, or is it because they're working on different engagements they really don't need to interact with each other?
2: Um they need to interact especially um you know we are in this um, COVID era, right? So right. Um, what I noticed is that there is more yearning in really connecting more with teammates, regardless of what projects they're working on. Because I think for a good couple of years, people have just been seeing each other like this, like on screen. right? right. Um, and, and they're like, you know what? maybe a day, a week, or maybe two days a week, can we just maybe catch up in the office and talk? Like, it doesn't have to be so uptight and have to be talking about all of our risk projects, but you know, just kind of like catching up and maybe having lunch together. So they do interact um, to a certain extent, but not necessarily having to talk about projects.
0: If you enjoyed this bonus episode of Conversation with a Manager, feel free to listen to our first season of full-length episodes relevant to all managers. We are happy to let all of you, our listeners, know that the second season of Conversation with a Manager Stories from the Frontline is just around the corner. Two weeks from now, on October 16th, we will begin a new season with new full-length episodes. Joining Betsy and Steve this season as a host will be our friend, Artel Smith, You heard Artel in Season 1's recap. We are delighted to bring his unique insights to the new season. And between podcast episodes, consider picking up a copy of Steve King's book, The Manager's Dilemma, A Manager's Guide to Change Management, a short primer on how managers can help themselves and their teams through difficult change initiated by others in the organization.